the Kutusichas Chelik Yud Gimel Bamidbar Aleph. In the Pasik about the Machna Yisrael, where it was positioned, the Pasik says, Mineged Saviv Le'oyel Mayod Yachnu. It was Mineged around the Oyel Mayod was the encampment. Rashi quotes the word Mineged and says, Mirochek Mil, that Mineged means they were far away one meal from the Mishkan. As it says by Yeshua, Achrachigiyah Benechem Ubein of Kalpaim Ama, Alpaim Ama, 2000 Ama is a meal. What's the reason for this distance? Says Rashi, so that they should be able to come on Shabbos without transgressing the Isser of Tuchumen. And then Rashi concludes that Moshe and Aaron and Aaron's sons and the Levim were encamped close to the Mishkan. So we have a number of questions here. The first question is about Rashi saying Merachik. Seems to be translating that Minaged means Merachik. Now there's a number of times during the in the Torah where it says the word mineged. Sometimes Rashi does explain it to mean merachek, and sometimes he doesn't. So the question is: Is mineged self-understood in that case? Why does Rashi explain it here, or in the other places where he explains it? And even if it is not self-understood and it needs to be explained, it was already explained in Chumash Bereishis that mineged means merachek in the case of Hagar. And why is it necessary for Rashi to explain it again here and then again in? The second question is, what is, why is it necessary for Rashi to explain to us that the distance was a meal? Where in Pshuti Shomikra is there a necessity in this case to unknow that the distance was one meal? Why, third question, why is it necessary for Rashi to tell us that Moshe and Aaron and the Levim camped close to the Mishkan? Seemingly we're talking about Mineged. Mineged is talking about the distance. Why is it relevant to tell us the closeness of the Levim? The next question is, when Rashi says, in order that they should, become, they should be able to come on Shabbos, implies that I would think it should be much further than a mil. And just they can't go further because of Shabbos. Why would I think to go further than a mil? And the final question is, why does Rashi individualize Moshe, Aaron, Ubanov, and not just include them all in a general Vehalavim, that the Levim were closer to the Mishkan? So the answer to all this is based on the meaning of the word Mineged, or the meaning of the word Neged. The word Neged always means Neuchach. Neuchach is the word of the Sicha, which means either opposite or facing. Neged always means opposite, in front of, facing, whatever it is. Even when it says mineged or kineged, it's still the same word, just with an extra letter. So it also has to be connected to the main meaning of, of opposite or facing. Even if there is another meaning to it, it's not a different meaning, it's an additional meaning, which means it still means neichach, opposite facing in front of, but it could also mean something else. For example, in Bereshis it says, Ezer kinegdoi, and Rashi says that, that if he's not meritorious, then the Isha is kinegdoi, opposite him, to battle with him, to fight with him. So neged also means opposite. It just also means kineged, an opponent. Or by Matan Torah, it says, Yisrael, neged har. Rashi says, Limizrachai to the east. Neged still means facing the mountain. It's just which side of the mountain? The Mizrach side. So the additional meaning is in addition to the basic meaning of, of neged and noichach, which means opposite. So if it says, Mi neged, it also means in front of, but it could mean in front of, right in front of, or it could mean in front of, distantly. 
So for example, by Hagar, when it says, Since the Pasik tells you how far it was, obviously, Mineged means far. And therefore, Rashi explains that it means Minachik. In our case, if it Mineged just meant in front of, then it's an extra word, because it says right away, so therefore Rashi comes to the conclusion and says, Mineged must mean that it wasn't just that they were in front of the Mishkan, they were actually far from the Mishkan. And that's what Rashi has to explain it, because Mineged by itself doesn't mean far. Each time Mineged also means far, Rashi has to explain it. However, even if Mineged means far, still seems extra. Because since it says that the Levim were next to the Mishkan and the Yisraelim were further away, so obviously the Yisraelim were from a distance. So why does it have to say Mineged? So therefore Rashi says that Mineged here means a great distance, not just the distance of after the Machna Levia, but of a great distance. That, and why? Why does it have to be a great distance? In order to avoid uh, Yisrael accidentally walking into the Mishkan, which would create a Ketzef and anger from Hashem. So therefore Rashi tells us it has to be further than Machna Levia, but not too far, not further than a meal. Because if it was further than a meal, then Yidin would not be able to come on Shabbos. And in order to be able for the Yidin to come on Shabbos, we don't want to be too far. However, we still have a question. This question is on this idea that the Yidin could not come in from, from further than a meal. Seemingly, since the Mishkan is surround, since the Machna Yisrael was surrounded by people uh, from all four sides, it was totally enclosed. So it's like a city, and in a city there's no problem of Tchumen, even more than 2,000 Amas. So why could the Yidin not travel from Machna Yisrael to the Mishkan, um, even more than 2,000 Amas, if it's within the city? So to answer this, the, the Rebbe differentiates between Pshutei Shalmikra and Halacha. That even when we're learning Halacha, if it has to fit into Pshutei Shalmikra, it has to make sense according to the basic Psukim, even if it's inconsistent with the ultimate way Halacha is ruled. So for example, in this case, it says, Al ish That's where we learn the Yisra Tchubin from. That a person shouldn't go out from its space. Now, Pi Halacha, that means from the city. You shouldn't go out from the city. But according to Pshutei Shalmikra, if there is an empty space that's uninhabited, you can't call it Mekaymai. So if there was a big space between Machna Yisrael and Machna Levia, that, or, 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 or the Mishkan, that is more than 2,000 Amis, even though Alpi Halacha, you would be allowed to cross it, but Alpi Pshuti Shalmikra, it would not be, it, it would be considered Al Yitzhi and you would not be allowed to go there. And therefore, according to Pshuti Shalmikra, Rashi has to say that you only have 2,000 Amis, so that it should not be considered going out of Mekaymai Shalish. In that case, one might ask in the other direction, if the Machna Levia is there, if we're basing it on Mekaymai, that it has to be Mekaymai Shaladam, and the Machna Levia is there, and people are living there, so that be, could still be considered Mekaymai. So why can't you go more than 2,000 Amas? And it would, wouldn't be a problem because the Leviyam are there extending the Mekaymai beyond the 2,000 Amas. Therefore, Rashi says, Moshe ve'aren u'banov ve'alavim chaynim b'samachle, that Moshe ve'aren u'banov were closer by. Meaning to imply that Moshe Aaron and his children, 
they were actually on the Mizrach side. They were the only ones there. It's a very small amount of people. And since it's a very small amount of people, it would not be enough to extend very much beyond Al-Pahim Amo, beyond 2,000 Amo. And therefore, since on the Mizrach we're going to 2,000 Amma, on the other three sides we keep it consistent with 2,000 Amma. This answers the question why Rashi has to mention this in general. Because he wants to tell me that the, uh, uh, the, re- the Machina Leviya doesn't count to extend Mekoimoi because of the fact that there were so few people. And this is why Rashi has to itemize Moshe, Ve'ad, and Ubanov because he was referring to them specifically which were in a place that had very little... Um, uh, very few people, and therefore, um, couldn't, you could not consider it Makamoshev and the Adam beyond the 2000, uh, for more than 2,000 Amis. Then we learn a lesson from this because we, the fact is, is that this problem of 2,000 Amis only applies on Shabbos. Nevertheless, the rest of the week they also camped in that way. So the lesson that we learn from this is that a person should not feel that only on Shabbos can they uplift themselves and connect themselves with Hashem. But even the rest of the week, when they're involved in mundane matters, they should utilize the energy, the Kedusha of Shabbos or the Kedusha of learning and davening, which is like Shabbos and bring it into their mundane matters. Just like the, the, the Mishkan, the positioning of the Yidin, the encampment of the Yidin, was based uh, uh, on Shabbos, and because of that, they did, it, they did that for the entire week. And specifically, Rashi chooses to send this message with regards to the proximity of Yidin to the Mishkan, because every, every mitzvah brings a Yid closer to the Yebishter, to Hashem. And this is in this mitzvah that we want, in, in this concept that we want to emphasize that, the, that every single mitzvah brings us closer to Hashem and the Koyach from Shabbos gives us the Koyach that even in our mundane matters we could become closer and closer to Hashem.